Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Okay, I know you're already in the comments going crazy, Simon, how dare you say these things? But here's the deal. Here is the criteria we are using. Dave Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter recently sat down with a bunch of WWE champions and he worked out how successful they've been, been on record-setting numbers and buy rates and pay-per-views and actually broke it down to say, hi, these guys are some of the best. So yes, hello, my name is Simon What Culture. Please do subscribe. And here's the 10 most successful in terms of statistics WWE Champions in History. Number 10, Randy Orton. When you go and look at Randy Orton's complete WWE title reigns, it is crazy, because his first one happened in 2007 and goes all the way to 2020. And this really sums up Orton's career, because for the past 20 years, he has basically been on top. And naysayers always go, yeah, but he never really changed the business. He didn't blow it up. But who cares? Not everybody can be a super duper game changing star, but he has been consistent. And when it comes to wrestling, he is so damn good. And I'm going to say it, underrated. And of course, we did struggle a little bit when we turned him babyface after his first world heavyweight title reign. But still, he has so many bangers in the history books. So I say well done to Mr. Randy. Number nine, Bob Backlund. Bob Backlund may have only had two WWF championship reigns, but as you're about to learn, he was kind of a big deal. Especially because of his second one, he only held it for three days. And of course that last one came when WWF was doing a little bit of a transitional championship change, because Bret Hart dropped it to Bob, who subsequently went and dropped it to Diesel less than a week later. But we ain't talking about that. We going way back in time when Backlund was the man. Way back in 1978, he beat superstar Billy Graham for the WWF title. And if you can believe it, he held onto it for over five years. Kind of ironically, he then lost it to the Iron Sheik, who would eventually lose it to Hulk Hogan to start a new wave in World Wrestling Federation. But yeah, when you hold on to something for that amount of time, you're gonna have a successful run. Number eight, The Rock. The Rock first won the WWF title back in 1998, and his last one was in 2013 which is terrifying, because that was almost 10 years ago. The thing is though, given that he was a champion during the Attitude Era, of course his metrics are sky high. Whether you look at merchandise, whether you look at attendance, whether you look at TV ratings or pay-per-view buys, if Dwayne The Rock Johnson was heading up a show, people just took money and they threw it at him. This is even more impressive because of course he entered wrestling and was gone before you could say, hey, wait a minute, why is he a movie star now? And honestly, we can probably move forward 50 years 
and The Rock is still going to be in lists like this. Number seven, Triple H. And kind of for the same reasons too, especially because he had crazy longevity, Triple H gets into this list. I mean, while some people like to get on his case now, in the year 2000, when the World Wrestling Federation was crazy profitable, Hunter Hearst Helmsley was one of the best they had. And if you want to tell me that during this 12-month period, he was untouchable as a heel... Well, I'm going to agree with you. And sure, as the years went by and Triple H was still around, the numbers started to go down. But this wasn't his fault. It was just during like 1998 to 2001, we got to such a crazy level that eventually we were going to have to head the other way. But if you do go and watch The King of Kings from basically 1999 until he does suffer his injury in 2001... He is worth every penny. Number six, Andre the Giant. I know what you're saying. Simon, the eighth wonder of the world, didn't even really ever hold the WWF title. Because, of course, it was all that shenanigans with Ted DiBiase, the million dollar man, before the whole thing got cancelled. The thing is, he still was champion, kind of, but kind of not. But when you get into the statistics and how much of a star he was around the world... Well, there's a reason today we still talk about Andre. And don't forget he absolutely smashed it for most of his career as a good guy. But his biggest, most highest point is when he became a bad guy and fought Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 3. I mean, their rematch which aired on NBC was the most watched wrestling match in United States history. Of course, Hulk Hogan was a massive reason for that. But to be a great babyface, you need the best heel. And that's where the giant came into it. Number five, Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman these days is more associated with the Universal Championship, but he still has been the WWE Champion. And every time he has held it, he's done pretty damn well. And all this comes down to the fact that as I say these words, as of right now, WWE is more profitable than ever, which means they're making a bunch of cash. And who is most definitely their top star? It's the head of the table. It's the tribal chief. And those two things just go together. And of course, you can start questioning it, but that's not the point here. Roman Reigns is the chosen one. When you get into all the metrics, WWE is swimming through Scrooge McDuck's cash. So if you do want to write a list like this, you've got to put Roman right up there. And also, I don't care what anybody else says, I think the man is smashing it. Number four, John Cena. I mean, if I was going to stand here right now and go through every single one of John Cena's WWE title reigns, I would probably be dead before we got to the end of it. Because good grief, that man was on top forever. Because do not forget, not only was he a consistent main event player, but he was also the last guy to grow even bigger than WWE and go out into the mainstream world and yes, become an absolute success. So really, he has set the bar too high. Like even when he came back last year, people flocked to house shows to see him because you look at John Cena's name and think, hey honey, should we go to the wrestling show? And they go, yes. And really, he may be the last of a dying breed because as we know, WWE wants those three initials to be the biggest star. So even if somebody does come along and knock on the door, Vince McMahon would probably go, no, you got to stay down. So never underestimate or undervalue the importance of John Cena. I mean, imagine that 20-year period without him. I mean, some things would have been better, but overall, it would have been a bit of a struggle. Number three, Buddy Rogers. Though Buddy Rogers wasn't able to work too long for the WWWF back in 1963, he was their champion when Vince McMahon Sr. decided, I don't want to work with anybody else anymore, and I'm going to go out on my own. So if you want to say without Mr. Rogers, we never get the success that WWE would go on to get, you certainly have a point. And even though Buddy was put in there so he could eventually lose this championship to Bruno Sammartino, everything starts with him. So he is the catalyst. And come on now, it basically means he helped change the world. Number two, Hulk Hogan. I mean, do we really need to get into this? No matter what your thoughts are on the Hulkster these days, and trust me, I totally get it. I am with you. Back in the 80s and the early 90s, no one was bigger than him. And he took the World Wrestling Federation on his back 
and he took it into pastors new. I mean, he basically changed the face of North American wrestling and even my nan, bless her soul, knew who Hulk Hogan was. Like, she didn't really understand what she did, but if you talked about professional wrestling, she went, oh, that there WWF stuff with that there Hulk Hogan. I mean, even in 2022, people on the outskirts still use Hulk's name when they want to talk about sports entertainment. So of course, when you get into the back end and look at the numbers, well, frankly, it is absolutely ridiculous. Number one, Bruno Sammartino. But it is not as nuts as Bruno Sammartino who basically got the WWF title and decided, you know what? I never want to lose it. And you cannot fathom how popular he was until you do sit down and read as much as you possibly can. Because in the 60s and 70s, people were so into Bruno that even the thought of him losing would get an audience to riot. I mean, he had two title reigns, but they lasted for ages. We're much like a Hulk Hogan or a Buddy Rogers. We do not get the WWE today, none of it, without Bruno Sammartino. The guy's a hero and the guy is a legend. Thankfully, in the mid-2010s as well, Triple H was able to mend their relationship, so we saw a little bit of Bruno back in a new version of World Wrestling Entertainment. But if you have nothing else to do today, just type in his name, even go to his Wikipedia entry, and you'll be looking around going, ha, 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 how did he do so much? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.